Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. I'm Rick McDaniel, and welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. It's great to have you joining us today. Happy to keep doing this podcast each and every week to bring inspiration and motivation, and today is definitely one of those motivational days For those of you that listen regularly, you know that I'll be on a theme. Right now it's influence, but I've done stress and happiness and success and all sorts of major themes. But then I'll want to take a one-off or something along those lines, maybe even two, but usually just one, and delve into some other kind of subject that I think is of interest and importance and certainly affects your motivation and inspiration. And, And today I want to talk about the top 10 regrets and how to avoid them. Identifying the top 10 regrets that people have in life. And I think that if you can identify them early, then you got a chance to do something about them. But even if it's not so early for you, there's always opportunities to do something about whatever it is that might be uh, a regret in your life. Uh, something that you can change and do and turn around, do something about it. And I hope that you'll take advantage of this opportunity today, listening to this podcast and say to yourself, you know, this is my chance. This is my opportunity to not live my life with regrets, but to actually do something about them. And so I'm just going to jump right in here today. There's a lot to talk about. And I want to begin with what the journal that's called the Personality and Social Psychology Journal of Bulletin, and and what they talk about in terms of what's the the number one regret that a person has. And the, the number one regret is missing out on educational opportunities. People regret that they did not take advantage of all the educational opportunities that were afforded to them. While the idea of sitting in a classroom, taking a test, you know, may not be all that appealing, missing out on educational opportunities is actually a major source of regret. Also, the idea of quitting school, in other words, not not just that you never pursued it, but that you pursued it, And that you quit before you finished or you completed because the statistics are kind of astounding of how many people start college, but then the difference is how many people finish. It's really quite uh, amazing. And frankly, it just goes up from there. You get then to the master's level and then ultimately to the advanced level, doctoral level. And I've, I've been at all those, so I know what that's like. And each time you go up, there's even less and less people who finish what they start. And so it becomes a huge regret for people. So if you are in the middle of your education, don't quit. Don't quit on it because it's it's number one regret, at least according to this one journal, Personality and Social Psychology. Don't do it. And if you are considering education, like, you know, maybe you want to learn something different and do something different, then I would say do it. Do it. Take advantage of the education. Education has never been more expensive. There's no doubt about it. It's it's certainly a challenge. But again, this is what people say is their number one regret is that they look back and 
they did not take advantage of educational opportunities. Now, the second regret, again, staying with the personality and social psychology journal or bulletin, and, and we'll talk about other studies as well, but just sticking with them, they found the second leading cause of regret has to do with career choice. Hmm. So in other words, and you can see how the education and this all go together, that people realize that the older they get, it's increasingly more difficult to switch careers. And so many people feel stuck in a career that they don't find fulfilling or maybe wasn't even their choice to begin with in terms of, of what they would pursue for, for a living. When you think about what you do for a living is the most time you spend in your entire life doing anything, you realize how enormously important this is. And you can certainly see the connection between the first and the second regret here. So work is a big deal. Your job, what you do is enormously important. And even if you, even if you choose for your life's work, something like uh, being a homemaker and caring for children, which is fantastic, by the way, that's, again, a huge, a huge amount of your life and a huge amount of your time. So this is a big one. And, and you really, really, really have to think about choosing your career wisely. And another part of this is the idea of not going after your dream job. There's no doubt that going for something and being turned down is not great. But what's worse in the long run is never trying at all. Now, Aliens, this is the uh, travel insurer, they did a study and 38% of the folks admitted they wish they had taken more career risks. They wish they had uh, taken more risk in terms of, of pursuing what they really cared about or were passionate about. So if you find yourself in a place where you're not satisfied or happy or fulfilled in, in what you're doing with your career, instead of just saying, oh, well, this is the way it is and I'm stuck here, you'll end up regretting that. It would be better to take the risks that you need to take and really go after your dreams and pursue what you really want to do, what you really dreamed about doing and passionate about doing with your life in terms of your gifts and your talents. And that's the way to live to ensure that, in fact, you don't end up with regret. All right, here's the third, here's the third regret, and we're staying with the personality and social psychology uh, bulletin. They found that decisions related to romance were the third biggest regret. The idea that who you married, for instance, that you regret the decision that you made about marriage. Let me just pause here for a moment and talk to all of you, say, 20-somethings. And just think about how huge this is in your life right now. You're deciding on the first three regrets, education, career, and marriage. It's almost unfair that so early in your life you have these gigantic decisions that you have to make. But what I want you to get out of this podcast episode today is that it's it's important. It's important. You can't you can't blow it off because these decisions come back to to bring lots of regret into people's lives and so it's always good to learn from people who've lived a few years and look back on their lives. And that's exactly what this, this episode is all about. Taking advantage of the insights and wisdom of other people. And when it comes to this issue of romance and marriage, it's a big one. And sticking with this whole romance thing, uh, just a couple of other insights. One is 
the idea of letting the passion die within a relationship. The Kellogg School of Management, which is at Northwestern University, researchers discovered that 18% of their subjects cited romantic relationships as the biggest source of regret. So that's a, that's a significant, that's a significant number. And then go over to something like divorce. All right. So in uh, people who uh, get divorced, it still is one of the biggest sources of regret later in their lives. 27% of women in one survey admitted regretting their divorce and 39% of men. So 27% of wives and 39% of husbands regretted getting divorced. So this whole thing about choosing the wrong person to be married to, then deciding to get divorced and maybe regretting that maybe you shouldn't have done that and, and, and broken off that relationship, and those two things aren't necessarily connected. And then the idea of letting the passion die in the relationship so that, so that that's another reason why it, it didn't continue. All of this is really significant. And I, I'm just going to throw something else in. I've already talked about this in some other episodes on millennials. So you can listen to those. But just this idea of kind of eschewing marriage. And I would just want to encourage you that marriage is a really, really, really fundamental, valuable institution in our culture. And for the vast, vast, vast majority of people, it's something that you should pursue. The commitment will make you a better person. The foundation that it will give to our society and the potential for children and expanding a family, all of that is really, really valuable and very important. Here's one more on romance, marriage, and all that. At researchers at Cornell found that one of the biggest regrets people have is cheating on their spouse. These many with the uh, predicament of wondering what might have been had they been faithful. So all of this stuff that has to do with relationships and marriage and passion and divorce and picking the right spouse and being faithful, all of that is very, very significant. Here's another big regret. I don't think this is going to be a surprise, not taking better care of their health. Study in the International Journal of Aging and Human Development found 30% of participants regretted not taking better care of their health when they were younger. Once you lost your health, it's hard to get it back. A lot of people really regret not eating healthier. Obesity-related diseases like heart disease and cancer, type 2 diabetes, all because of not eating healthier and taking better care of this one and only body that God gives us. This is the only thing we get. By the way, the Bible says your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's kind of a remarkable thing. The temple? Yeah. Many people don't take care of themselves and then they regret it particularly in their food choices and in their exercise. It's really, it's really remarkable, if you, if you think about it, how much control we have over these, what we eat. I just uh, 
read an incredible piece of research, and it may be a future podcast episode about the prediction, get ready, half of all Americans will be obese in 2030. In one decade, half of everyone in this country will be obese. We can talk all we want about healthcare and, you know, what's the best healthcare solution and all that stuff. But really, seriously, friends, I mean, come on, how many healthcare problems could be solved if we weren't moving in this direction of not really caring for our bodies. So that's a good place to start. And it's a huge regret in many people's lives. So why don't you make a decision? You're going to take care of your body. You're going to eat right. You're going to exercise. You're not going to be a part of that group that's obese. And you're not going to live with regret about the health problems, because what happens when people get older is then you hear them say things, you know, oh, well, I have my health or, you know, like they, they think that's great. They, they're happy that they have their health and, and it is great to have your health because if you don't have your health, then your quality of life goes down or your life ends prematurely. It's a pretty big deal. Okay, here's another big regret. I actually wrote an article on this not long ago that was published in Fox News. At the beginning of the year, you can you can look that up and read it, and it's not pursuing your dreams. According to the Cornell researchers, just reference them about cheating, and they, they, they've done some of the biggest work on regret, by the way, some of the biggest studies that have been done. People have real regrets that they don't follow their dreams. Whatever that is. And what I would say, too, is it's not too late to follow your heart and, and to go after what you love. It, it, it is not too late to do that. In the research and in the article that I wrote, the research with Cornell, they, they talk about this ideal of your ideal self, your ought self, O-U-G-H-T, ought. Your ought self is the, is the self that deals with the obligations uh, that you have in life. Your ideal self is your goals and your dreams and your aspirations. And the biggest regrets that people have are not so much what they did that they wish they hadn't done, like eat too many donuts or whatever the case may be, but what they didn't do, that they did not pursue their dreams. They didn't do it. They didn't go after what they they really cared about, what they were really interested in. They just didn't, they didn't pursue it. And, you know, another part of this really has to do with the idea of, you know, what is your ultimately your life's legacy going to be? I know legacy is a big word, but, you know, what is it that you wish, you know, you sh- would have pursued and that you, you know, you could leave something behind that has to do with your dreams and aspirations. And, you know, you've got time. You've got time to do that. It's not too late. It's not too late, and it's it's something to really, really consider. All right, here's another regret. Not traveling more. Now, we go back to Aliens, and admittedly, you know, this is a, a travel insurance company, but their study found that 56% of people said they will travel extensively or live in a different place if given the opportunity to do things again. If you, if you want to do something, you want to travel somewhere, don't deny it. 
because you might find that you'll regret down down the road when maybe you can't travel. Now, I'm a guy that is all about this. I've been to all 50 states in America. I've been to 31 foreign countries, six continents. I've been around. And one thing I can tell you is there are just things that you can't do after a certain age. You're just not physically going to be able to do it, or you're certainly not going to be able to do as much of it or enjoy it as much. I just took a hike that's one of the most famous hikes that you can take anywhere in the world. And, and what I can tell you for certain is that that's not a hike that you can do when you like retire and get older. I and mean, you've got to do it when you have health. Travel may be expensive, but people who stick around closer to home, these, they say that they regret it later in life, that they wish that they would have traveled more. They wish they would have seen, there are so many incredible, I mean, if I could just tell you the things I've seen in my life, the places that I have visited that are just absolutely stunning, the natural wonders that just blow your mind, and not just natural wonders, but man-made wonders. I mean, it's just remarkable, the places, and, and I could just go right down the list of Places I've been and things that I've seen, Iquazu Falls in South America, mind-boggling. El Capitan in Yosemite, wow. Just wow. Haleakala in Hawaii, un unbelievable. Just absolutely in incredible, amazing, just amazing stuff to see. Opera House in Sydney, Australia, unbelievable. The Vatican in Rome. I mean, just mind-boggling stuff. La Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. I mean, I could just go on and on the places that I've seen that are just absolutely stunning and have enriched my life in so many ways. If you want to do it, do it. Don't wait because you'll end up regretting it. Okay, we're up to regret number seven. And surprise, it has something to do with money. People regret, essentially not saving more money, not being wiser with their money. It may not be fun, it may not be glamorous, but saving extra cash helps to alleviate challenges and pressures later in life. In fact, money issues, including not saving enough for retirement, are just, again, the all fall under some of the biggest regrets that people have. They just have enormous regrets because they... They, they, they sort of played now and then paid later instead of pay now and play later. I was given that advice by somebody I really respect years ago. Pay now so you can play later. And that, that applies to a lot of things, not just money. It certainly applies to, to work too. But saving for the future, you know, it may not be very fun or exciting, but it's something that you need to do. You've got to do it. This is an area where as people get older, they wish they had saved more. They wish they had planned better. Uh, a, a survey with uh, an investment manager company found that nearly half of baby boomers, 47%, regret not starting to save for retirement earlier. They regret how, how late they, they waited. There's also the regrets of investment opportunities, you know, but if you don't save money, then how can you have money to invest? And then people are like, man, I wish I would have bought some Google stock or, or some uh, Apple stock and, you know, these opportunities to, to make money are, are missed out on. And of course, there's nothing greater than when your money makes money. That is the greatest thing in the world. 
when you do nothing, you don't do any work at all, and your money makes money. And that happens when you save because of the power of compound interest. So you've got to take seriously this financial aspect. And everyone knows that money's a part of everybody's life and you, you've got to have it to survive and to certainly to thrive. So it makes sense that this would be an area where people would have regrets. So the answer is get to saving right now. A good rule of thumb is try to save 10% of your income. Try to save 10%. And if you can do that over the long haul, you're not going to have regrets when it comes to finances. All right, here's another top 10 regrets. It's interesting. Spending uh, too much time worrying. While anxiety and stress are, are unavoidable in certain situations and some of the time, it's unlikely that, you know, anyone says, gosh, I wish I had spent more time worrying. About 40% of the population worries every single day. Man. That's crazy. I was just talking with someone recently and I was just, they were just going on and on about what, oh, what if this happens and what if that happens? And I said, wow, you, you, you can't do that. You know, Jesus said, don't borrow trouble from tomorrow. Like, don't do it. There's nothing good. Jesus said, if you worry, it doesn't add, you know, a day to your life. It doesn't add an, an inch to your stature. It does nothing good for you. And then the, the person's response to me was, well, I'm a worrier, you know, like almost like, well, I'm a worrier and that's what I am. Like, I can't change. I mean, come on, you absolutely can change. You know, it might be challenging not to fret about, you know, bills and your family and other life issues, but it's just no good. Again, back to Cornell University researchers, one researcher, Carl Pilmeyer, interviewed 1,500 people and found that many of them deeply regretted worrying about things that never happened or things they had no control over. 1,500 interviews, researchers that really focus on this idea of regret and what is discovered. People regret all the time they spent worrying and nothing even happened. All the time that they were worried over which they had no control whatsoever. It just is a prescription for unhappiness in your life. And people get to a point in life and they look back and they think, how much time did I spend? How many sleepless nights worrying over things that didn't even happen or things over which I had absolutely no control whatsoever? Big one. Big, big, big one. Don't spend time worrying you'll regret it. Okay, this next one is one that's uh, near and dear to my heart, I guess, and, and, and really just kind of interesting to me in terms of, of the research because I've led a volunteer organization for a long time, and here's the regret, not doing more for others. Not doing more for others. Research suggests that about a fifth of all people, 20%, would prioritize volunteering if they had to do it all over again, they would not <clears throat> miss out on the chance to, to help others. Not helping someone in need, whether it's a family member or a complete stranger, not taking the opportunity to help someone in need is, is really, again, from the Cornell researchers, is one of the ought self-regrets, you know? 
Next time someone asks you for your help, instead of just instinctively saying no, maybe you really want to think about that more. Next time you tell yourself you're too busy to do any volunteering, just hold on a minute and just ask yourself if maybe you should rearrange your schedule. Maybe a little less television watching, a little more volunteering. Then, you know, I don't know, you say, gosh, I regret not binge watching that series or that this or the other versus I regret not helping people in need and making a difference with the, with my life and my one opportunity on this earth to really do more for others and to help those in need. Those are the kind of regrets you'll have. And people who volunteer are not people who have regrets. They just aren't. They're people who who, uh, as we like to say, blessed to be a blessing. You know, you're blessed and then you bless other people. And in blessing other people, you get blessed. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to watch that work, to watch people help others. And the, the joy that you get from helping other people is so fantastic. And then, of course, the fact that you help them is so marvelous as well. And I've seen this feeding the homeless. I've seen this working with the at-risk students and that we work with in, in elementary school that we're partnered with. I've seen it time and time again. We, we go to the homes of elderly and the poor and the disabled and we clean up their yards and we paint their homes and it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I could go on and on about all the good things that people have done through the years in the church I've been able to lead and it is, it is fantastic. You won't regret it. That is for certain. Okay, I've saved the, the best for last from my perspective, uh, number 10, and, and to me it's, it's number one. Here it is. Regret. Not, not connecting with God. Not, not having a spiritual life. Jesus said you must be born again, which is to say you must be born spiritually just like you're born physically. As people get older, they look back and they're like, wow, what about like the meaning of life, the purpose of life. What happens when this life is over? These sorts of questions should be pondered early in life, not, not later in life. People then become more spiritual or connect with God and begin to follow Jesus. And they, they regret all the years that they didn't, all the good that they could have done and didn't do. And that's just on that end of it. Then they regret all the guidance that they could have received and all the ways that they could have made better decisions and lived their life in a way that would just have made so much of a difference in their peace and, and in the quality of their decisions. I mean, there's just so many things that you miss out on when you're not in relationship with God. And of course, like all these other regrets, you know, it just comes down to priorities. Well, Sunday's my day to, you know, whatever, sleep in, have brunch, read the paper, can't make it to church. And during the week, you know, they've got those groups and activities, but I got other stuff I'm doing. I mean, it's just something that you've got to determine and decide. Of course, there is the whole aspect of the eternal nature of life, which is that if your soul is eternal, if your body doesn't live forever, but your soul doesn't, really shouldn't the health of your soul be your most important priority? And wouldn't there be no greater regret in life than to have ignored the health of your soul 
while you went about doing all kinds of other things. So I could not encourage you more strongly to connect with God, to attend a church, to learn more about what the Bible teaches, to understand the essential gospel message of what the Christian faith is all about, to enter into a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, to, to have your soul saved so that you know you're going to heaven when this life on earth is over, to live what Jesus called the abundant life on earth, that while you're on earth, it's not just mere existence, but it's an incredible adventure. As you follow God's plan for your life, you end up doing things that you just never dreamed you could do, having experiences you could have never thought you would have, and living life without a lot of these regrets. Because so many of these are tied into the sorts of principles and teachings that you would receive as a, as a follower of Christ in a church. Don't live your life without God in it. You'll end up regretting that for sure. Well, there it is, friends. Ten, top ten regrets. And I this is one of these, you know, you got to listen to a few times and maybe write down a few notes and really ponder it and consider it. Because this, this kind of uh, information is stuff you, you'll need to really think about for many, many days and weeks and, and years to come. And I hope that you will. And again, I hope that you will continue to listen to the Point of Impact podcast and, and share with your friends. And let's just see if we can't inspire and motivate more and more people through this weekly podcast that comes to you every Friday and on all kinds of platforms, you can hear it and listen to it. And I hope that you will. And I hope that you'll share it with others as well. And I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.